When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today I will be building a high yield dividend aristocrat portfolio that will pay a dividend each week. That's right, one dividend payment each and every week of the year. Dividend aristocrats are some of the safest dividend stocks on the planet, and getting a safe weekly dividend income stream sounds very appealing to me. Most people get paid every week from their daily jobs, so a weekly dividend portfolio would be the ultimate job replacement. In order to build this portfolio, I will need to choose 11 or 13 dividend aristocrats. If you're wondering why 11 or 13, be patient, everything will be explained. Step 1 in building this portfolio is to have a list of all the current dividend aristocrats. Here I have all 65 dividend aristocrats listed out, along with the current price, annual dividend, dividend yield, and the payment date of the first dividend each aristocrat paid in 2021. Most dividend aristocrats pay their dividend on the same day of the month each quarter, but sometimes these dates vary a bit with holidays and weekends. So it's highly likely that this portfolio may not pay a dividend every week in 2022. But it will be the closest thing to a weekly dividend portfolio with the dividend aristocrats. I will be building my portfolio for the first quarter of 2022. And all following quarters should just be a repeat of quarter 1. Step 2 is to break down quarter 1 of 2022 into 13 individual weeks. I will do this using Friday dates. So the first week ends on January 7th. Week number 2 ends on January 14th and so on until we get to week number 13 that ends on April 1st. Step 3 is to pick the highest yielding dividend aristocrat that pays a dividend for each of these weeks. This will give me a dividend payment every week, and will also give me the highest possible dividend yield for the portfolio. Let's begin. For week number 1, ending on January 7th, I am looking for dividend aristocrats that pay a dividend between January 1st and January 7th. And I have 6 dividend aristocrats to choose from. ADP that pays on the 1st, Albermalley, Brown Foreman, Genuine Parts Company, and Walmart that all pay on the 4th, and Kimberly Clark Corporation that pays on the 5th. The highest current dividend yield from these six aristocrats is offered by Kimberly Clark Corporation, with a dividend yield of 3.39%. Kimberly Clark will be the first holding in my portfolio. For week number 2, I am looking for dividend aristocrats that pay a dividend between January 8th and January 14th, and I have three dividend aristocrats to choose from Chubb that pays on the 8th. McCormick and Company that pays on the 11th, and Illinois Toolworks that pays on the 14th. The highest dividend yield from these three dividend aristocrats is offered by Illinois Toolworks, with a dividend yield of 2.26%. Illinois Toolworks will be holding number 2 in this portfolio. For week number 3, I am looking for dividend aristocrats that pay a dividend between January 15th and January 21st. And here I have 9 dividend aristocrats to choose from, all that pay a dividend on the 15th. They are Ben Franklin, Cardinal Health, Cincinnati Financial, Ecolab, Essex Property Trust, Federal Realty Trust, Legadent Platt, Medtronic, and Realty Income. The highest dividend yield from these nine aristocrats is paid by Realty Income at 4.19%. Realty Income actually pays a monthly dividend payment. Therefore, if I add it to my portfolio, it will actually take care of weekly dividend payments for weeks 3, 7, and 11. And this is also how I can get away with only 11 unique dividend aristocrats in this portfolio. Opposed to 13 if I opted to only select dividend aristocrats that pay a quarterly dividend. For week number 4, I am looking between January 22nd and January 28th. And there is only one dividend aristocrat that pays a dividend between these dates. 
so I am forced to add Roper Technologies with a low 0.49% dividend yield to cover the weekly dividend payment for this week. For week number 5, I am looking between January 29th and February 4th. Here I have four dividend aristocrats to choose from. Cisco that pays on January 29th, AT&T that pays on February 1st, Lowe's and West Pharma that both pay on February 3rd. And the highest dividend yield from these four aristocrats is offered by AT&T at 7.64%. Now I know this dividend yield will be cut soon, and AT&T will no longer be a dividend aristocrat. But for the purposes of my portfolio here, I will stick with AT&T for now. For week number 6, I am looking between February 5th and February 11th. And I also have four dividend aristocrats to choose from. They are General Dynamics and Pentair that pay on the 5th, Air Products and Chemicals that pays on the 8th, and Nucor that pays on the 11th. The highest current dividend yield from these four aristocrats is offered by General Dynamics at 2.46%. Week number 7 is already covered by Realty Income, so I can skip straight to week number 8. But let's take a quick look at the other options for this week, had I not chosen Realty Income. There are 8 dividend aristocrats that pay a dividend during week 7. They are Clorox, Peoples United, AbbVie, Abbott, A.O. Smith, Colgate-Palmolive, Hormel, and Procter & Gamble. Many wonderful names to choose from if I want to swap out Realty Income. In week 8, I am looking for a dividend aristocrat that pays a dividend between February 19th and February 25th. And here I only have one option, which is Caterpillar, with a 2.33% dividend yield, that pays its dividend on February 19th. For week number 9, I am looking between February 26th and March 4th. Here I have three options. Affleck and Granger that pay on March 1st, or Archer Daniel Midland that pays on the 2nd. The highest yield among these three aristocrats is offered by Affleck, at 2.54%. For week number 10, I am looking between March 5th and March 11th. Here I have 8 different options. Atmos Energy that pays on March 8th. Johnson & Johnson that pays on March 9th. And Chevron, Emerson Electric, IBM, S&P Global, Target, or Exxon that all pay on March 10th. The highest dividend yield from these 8 aristocrats is offered by Exxon, at 6.48%. Week 11 is covered by Realty Income, but there are 10 alternative options to choose from during this week. They are 3M, PPG Industries, Sherwin-Williams, Walgreens, Cintas, Dover, Comed, McDonald's, NextEra Energy, and Amcor. Also many great companies as alternatives if I opt to move away from Realty Income. For week number 12, I am looking between March 19th and March 25th. Here I have 3 options. Lindy PLC or VF Corporation that both pay on March 22nd, or Stanley Black & Decker that pays on March 23rd. And the highest yielding aristocrat from these three is VF Corporation, with a dividend yield of 2.89%. And finally, week number 13, the final week of quarter 1. Here I am looking between March 26th and April 1st, with four options to choose from. Pepsi and Tiro Price that pay on March 30th, Becton Dickinson that pays on March 31st, and Coca-Cola that pays on April 1st. The highest yielding aristocrat from these four companies is Coca-Cola with a 3.11% dividend yield. And now the dividend aristocrat portfolio is complete, with 11 unique companies that will generate one dividend payment for every week of the year. Maybe you noticed that I only mentioned 64 dividend aristocrats, but there are in fact 65 current dividend aristocrats. The one aristocrat missing from this list is Expeditors International of Washington. And the reason they are excluded is because they pay a semi-annual dividend that is not suitable for my portfolio. The average dividend yield of the 11 dividend aristocrats I have chosen for my portfolio is 3.55%. So if I decided to have an equal allocation to each of these 11 dividend aristocrats, my portfolio would have a 3.55% annual dividend yield. To me that is a pretty attractive dividend yield. You probably noticed that each of these 11 chosen aristocrats has its own unique dividend yield. Those yields range from a low of 0.49% to a high of 7.64%. 
This means my equal allocation portfolio would not produce the same level of dividend income every week. Additionally, if I look at the 10-year annualized return of this portfolio, it clocks in at a mere 6.68%. That is a rather poor long-term return to me, and one that considerably underperformed the S&P 500 index during the last decade. Two of the 11 companies in my portfolio have negative annualized returns during the last decade. AT&T, with its very attractive dividend yield, has actually lost money for shareholders, with a negative 3.6% annualized return during the last decade. And Exxon has a pretty terrible, minus 20.36% annualized return as well. If I wanted to make a few changes to shift to a portfolio with a much nicer history of growth, I could make the following three changes. Swap out AT&T for Cisco, that had a 10.88% annualized return during the last decade. Swap out Exxon for Atmos Energy, that also rocked a cool 10.94% annualized return during the last 10 years. And swap out Coca-Cola, that returned only 1.7% per year, for Pepsi, that returned 8.37% per year. Now my 11 holding dividend aristocrat portfolio would have a 10.72% compounded annual growth rate. However, these additional returns come at a cost to the portfolio dividend yield. That falls to 2.85% from 3.55%. The method I just shared with you to build this high-yield dividend aristocrat portfolio that pays a weekly dividend isn't actually a good method to use to construct a portfolio. The date of a dividend payment should not be a primary factor in the stock selection process. You should instead focus on identifying quality businesses with growth prospects and a strong history. However, if you already have a dividend portfolio and you notice a gap in your dividend income, it's not unreasonable to work your way back from a dividend payment date to the underlying business. You could use this approach to create a short list of stocks for further research, focusing on the factors I mentioned earlier. Another factor I focused on in my portfolio creation process was a high dividend yield. While it's important to consider the current dividend yield of a stock, it is typically not a wise move to chase yield. For me, the most important factor before I decide to invest in any stock is to determine if the business is a quality business. I also focus on companies that I would like to own for a very long time, and ones that have attractive future growth prospects. If you're interested in learning more about the actual dividend companies I like to invest in, then you need to check out my monthly dividend watchlist episodes. At the beginning of each month, I publish a high-yield and high-growth watchlist that contains about 20 to 30 stocks that pass my basic requirements. I then further rank these stocks based on historical metrics and forecast the expected rate of return each stock can offer. It's worked out quite well for me, and maybe you can find value in the watchlist as well. We are almost through the month of September, so this month's watchlists are a little dated. But the watchlist for October will be ready in about a week or so. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.